Welcome to Evansville, Indiana, circa 1984. This burgeoning city in the Ohio River Basin, like several other cities across the globe, won the lottery, so to speak, and was chosen by the Facility for Research in High Energy Physics as a location for the implementation of a particle accelerator. A subsidiary of the Defense Advanced Re Research Project Agency, DARPA, the loop began construction in the spring of 1972 and reached completion by 1976. DARPA partnered with long-standing local energy corporation, the Southern Indiana Gas and Electric Company, or SIGICO, in order to provide an alternative means of power for the city. SIGICO had already been experimenting with wind power in a huge field of windmills Still Creek south of the area of town known as Dogtown. Around the same time of the construction of the Evansville Loop was the construction of an identical accelerator in the Japanese sister city of Tochigi, north of Tokyo. The two cities have shared technology and expertise over the years of development of both loops, and the Japanese robotics institute, Iwasaka, opened up a plant north of Evansville near Princeton, Indiana in 1977, while Thunderbolt Industries, a company that is one of the leading producers of magnetrine technology, grew out of the former WW2 aviation factory next to the Evansville Dress Regional Airport and sent many of their workers to Tochigi to open a subsidiary plant in Japan. This marrying of two cultures has drastically changed the look of Evansville with Japanese influence and many of the structures across the city inspired by the original pagoda located on the Ohio River, which acts as the welcome center for the fair city. Neon lights reminiscent of the streets of Tokyo adorn the city, especially along Main Street, First Avenue and Green River Road, the main hubs of commerce. DARPA has set up a defense research facility known as DART. Most locals believe the initials are an acronym for the Department of Advanced Research and Technology. DART assists in the ongoing maintenance of the loop near Roberts Stadium. This is a highly patrolled zone filled with some of the country's top scientists who use the power provided by the loop to conduct experiments for the government. The loop's main reactor is located behind Thunderbolt Industries and takes up over a square mile of real estate between Oak Hill Road and Highway 41 on the east and west, and between St. George Road and Lynch to the north and south, respectively. Just south of Lynch lie the three gigantic cooling towers, which the locals have come to call the Three Freedoms as a riff off of the similar-looking but smaller monument in the downtown riverfront. These towers loom over the city like a silent watchman at 830 feet tall. Many of the residents that live near the towers are scientists and blue-collar workers that work at the Loop and Thunderbolt Industries, while the vast majority of employees from Iwasaka call McCutcheonville their home. You, the protagonists of our Tales from the Loop, are all kids that have grown up in the shadows of the Three Freedoms. As a matter of fact, you share the distinction of having been kindergartners when funding from DARPA assisted the local Board of Education in reformatting the school system into what is now known as the Greater Evansville Consolidated School System. 
With the assistance of a fleet of magnetrine buses, students from across the city are bused to three different mega campuses. And the school that you attend is quite literally in the shadow of the cooling towers, the campus known as the Panopticon, located on Lynch Road. Each of you have issues with your everyday life. Perhaps and it's an emotionally distant father, a sister in trouble with the law, feelings of vulnerability or a deep desire just to be seen. You're all very different from one another. You come from different backgrounds. Truth be told, you really probably shouldn't be friends, but you have found each other. And there is some solace in that. The one thing that you know, however, is this. The adults won't recognize it or are afraid to admit it, or maybe they're just too dumb to see it. But there is some weird shit that happens in this town. And it's the weird shit that usually brings you all together. So at this point, it is um, Friday morning in early February of 1984. And Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And kids are getting nervous about who gets the special Valentine's Day card from the Kmart special value pack. And you all right now are uh, just waking up and getting ready for your, uh, your last day at school for this week. Uh, so at this point, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you tell me what your morning is like. What do you do getting ready for school today? Well, I'm, uh, I'm um, feeding. I got to feed the animals and the, the reptiles in the garage every morning. How many, uh, how many reptiles do you have out there? And there are about 30, 35 reptiles out there. And what types are we talking about? Oh, I got everything. Got a few different types of lizards. I got turtles. I got a lot of snakes. Um, I've got, well, those are the main three, but like, like lots of different types of different, different mm -hmm. some salamanders. Oh, that's, that's about it. Okay. Um, Except for I do have one baby alligator. That's kind of unusual. That's oh, not from here. Okay. All right. That's cool. But very small. <laughs> it won't get that big. Um, your sister, as you know, has, uh, has kind of recently gotten into some trouble with the law. Um, she was busted for the cops or by the cops for dealing drugs. Uh, but she kind of got off easy. Uh, number one for being a minor and number two, because she apparently turned on whom she said was her supplier and the person that was forcing her to go out and sell. Um, you guys earlier this week, like just within a day or two, uh, prior, uh, had received word from, uh, some family in St. Louis, uh, that your great, great aunt Lorraine, uh, had passed and your dad maintained some contact with that part of the family and they're kind of expecting him to make an appearance this weekend for her funeral uh and your mom and dad have 
pulled the family together to say, look, we're having to go do this. We know that you, the kids, didn't know who your great aunt Lorraine was, but we're going to have to step out of town for the weekend. Now, uh, Julie has been grounded. You know, she's not able to go out at night uh, because of the trouble that she has found herself in. But they're now looking to you, Corey, to kind of help keep tabs on Julie while they're gone. Um, they're just going to be gone for the weekend. They're leaving uh, while you guys are going to be at school today. Uh, the funeral is on Saturday, uh, and they'll be returning on Sunday uh, at some point during the day during Sunday. It'll probably be in the afternoon by the time they get back. But that's going to be two nights that uh, you're going to need to kind of keep tabs on your older sister, uh, Julie. Uh, they say that they're going to call you uh, around 7 o'clock, uh, both tonight and tomorrow, just to kind of check in. Uh, and they expect to uh, hear a good report from you and, uh, and you know, perhaps to talk to Julie just to make sure that she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. Uh, this was a conversation that was had already last night between you and the parents um, and as you're getting ready for school uh, and feeding your animals out in the garage Julie pops into the garage and she kind of comes in the door and just kind of leans uh, up against the door frame uh, just inside the cold air uh, of uh, winter is is kind of blowing in in uh, causing some issues there in the, uh, in the room. So, you know, that, uh, that she's just kind of looming back there looking at you. Well, Julie, you better not get in trouble this weekend. Seriously. Like, I don't know why they put me in charge of watching you every time, but, but seriously, like, can you just be responsible for a change? They're gone for two days. They're going to get mad at me if you do anything. Well, you don't want them to be mad at you, do you? No, I don't want them to be mad at you or me. I don't know why it's my responsibility. I'm like four years younger than you. You're in high school. Well, then all you have to do is just tell them that everything is fine. I'm not feeling really good, and I went to bed a little bit early tonight, but I'm asleep in my bed with a stomach ache. So well, that's all you, you have to do. But what are you going to do? It's none of your business what I have to do. You're going to cover for me. What if I don't? Well, then they're going to be mad at you, aren't they? Because you didn't do your job. But what if something happens to you? Nothing's and... going to happen to me. I'm going to be fine. Well, you I got just got to get out. This is like the first weekend in like three weeks that I've been able to actually think about even trying to do anything. And you, Pipsqueak, are not going to screw it up. All right, well, just tell, like, I'm going to tell the parents unless you tell me where you're going. Just tell me where you're going. Oh, God. Fine. Me and some of the others are going out to Kramer's Lake. That's it. All right. That's, I, I'll cover for you as long as that's the only place you go. That's it. That's all I'm doing. We're just going to Kramer's Lake. That's it. I'm not doing anything with any of the other people that I got in trouble with and yada, yada, yada. I just got to get out tonight. Just help me out. 
All right, all right, all right. I'll cover for you. Well, what time are you coming home? Uh, tomorrow. All right, all right. Well, well, just come home. To, let me know when you're home. Look, just tell mom and dad that I'll call them first thing in the morning when I when I get up. You'll you'll make sure that I call first thing in the morning. I'll be back probably by nine. All right, we'll get back by nine. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Gemma. Yes. What's your morning like? School day! <laughs> Another chance to excel. <laughs> and um, just last night, I got a phone call from my sister. Hmm. Sort of run away from home, sort of. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, well, I sort of told her that I found her makeup in the drawer of her little mirror mirror um, desk. You know, what is that called? The little mirror and you sit down and you have the desk. Vanity. A vanity. Right. Okay. So she's got one of those and her makeup was all stuffed in there because she just ran off to follow stop the car with her boyfriend who's in a band that's opening for them on their tour. And I haven't seen her in a couple of weeks, but I told her that I found it and I kind of hinted that I wanted to try some of her makeup. So Valentine's Day is coming up. I am getting ready and I've put on all, all the eyeshadow I could find mm. in like a rainbow pattern and I'm wearing my bright clothing. So I'm going to see how that goes today. It's kind of a twist. Okay. I'm shaking things up. <laughs> and other than that, I just piled up my books, um, my, my library books by the door because after school or tomorrow, I'm going to have to go by the library to return them so that I can get some more. All right. As you're piling the books up, uh, you hear a knock. You're you still in your bedroom, or are you out in the yeah. main house? I'm in the bedroom. I'm getting okay. ready to leave, though. I'm All right, dry. you get get a little knock at the door. Who is it? It's mom, sweetie. And that's a joke. <laughs> the, the, the only one in the house. Only other person in the house. Yeah. So I open the door. Hi. What do you want? Hey. um... Dad must have come in uh, last night while we were sleeping. Uh, and he left you a little note. I haven't opened it. It's here in this nice little envelope. He uh, he put it with your name on it. So he's got something in there for you. So I'll leave you to it. I won't, I won't snoop. Uh, but I, I know he's probably excited to pass some information on to you. Ooh, that's exciting. And right. she kind of takes her leave. <clears throat> Okay. Hey, pop open the letter and it says uh, it's, it is typed out on like the dot matrix printer with the little snaglets uh, still attached to the side. Uh, and it says, hey, hon, sorry I've not been able to see you again all week. Between work here at the station and all the stuff going on with my consulting job at DARPA, it's been very difficult for me to make it home. Can't talk too much about it. Top secret and all that. Wink, wink. But just know I love you and I miss you. 
and I hope to see you in person real soon. Love, Dan. That's great. So, and it, it's got a PS at the bottom uh, that okay. says, uh, "Keep keep an eye out for the red balloons." <clears throat> huh? Do I know what that means? Yeah, I think this would have been something that uh, the two of you guys would have done, especially like right around Easter time, was to go out and set loose balloons. It was just kind of uh, a, a celebratory thing for you guys. Not just at maybe Easter time, but you know, different holidays and certain days that meant a lot uh, to you guys. So with Valentine's Day around the corner, maybe that's what he's talking about with the red balloon. <clears throat> Very cool. Well, I'm not really worried if my mom is going to see this because she can't figure out secret codes as well as I can anyway. So I'll just <laughs> pin it to my bulletin board. Okay. Billy Joe and Jack. Now we don't have uh, Jack with us tonight. And as I said, I'll just kind of stand in for him since he can't be with us. But <clears throat> um, what uh, morning for you guys, I think you probably tend to kind of wake up and help dad out you know, with the, with the farm a bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a lot of chores in the barn, getting the tractor ready for the day. There's been some stuff going wrong with it. So I'm trying to get it working. Um, I don't know. Jack's not really doing anything. He doesn't, he doesn't have to do all the stuff that I have to do because he's some kind of baseball star, Reggie Jackson, whatever. But, um, I'm just I just doing the same stuff I do every day. I'm just getting getting the tractors ready to go out in the field and doing the stuff that Dad needs me to do. And uh, I don't know. I don't I don't like doing this stuff, but Dad wants me to take over the farm after school. And, uh, I guess that's that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm good at working on stuff, so uh, you know, just doing doing my thing. He, I assume, probably has you doing certain chores that are kind of the typical thing that you do pretty much every morning. You go out there and kind of do the same thing. And he normally has his routine that he kind of goes through as well. This particular morning, though, he hasn't actually come out uh, at his usual time uh, to to handle the stuff that uh, that you're used to him doing. Uh, but you kind of go on about your business and uh, and finish everything up and start to head back to maybe wash up real quick. Uh, and you, as you're nearing the house, coming back in, uh, you see that uh, your dad is actually in the backyard uh, with Jack. Um, and he has set up this new uh, kind of high-tech, quote-unquote, uh, pitching target uh, in the backyard. And he's out there uh, having Jack throw uh, throw the ball over and over again at this new target. That thing is brand new. Uh, he must have just bought it uh, within the last couple of days because it's the first time you've seen it. Uh, now, normally Jack isn't up this early in the morning. He usually sleeps in and, and rolls out of bed just as you're coming in. Uh, but he's obviously been out here for a little while with uh, with your dad, since your dad didn't show up uh, for his work this morning. <clears throat> um, 
I just kind of stand there and watch him for a minute. And, you know, I mean, dad always, he's always nicer to Jack because he, you know, he wants him to be, he wants him to get a scholarship and then play in the major leagues and stuff. Um, I mean, I know that takes a lot of work and everything, but I just got to do, I end up doing a lot more stuff and, um, I don't know. It, ma- it makes me feel kind of bad or whatever. And, um, I just, I yell over and I said, you know, dad, I got my regular stuff done, but you know, your stuff still needs to get done. I got to go to school. Oh, Hey, uh, sorry, kiddo. I didn't even realize it was that late. Uh, thanks for letting me know. I guess you guys better get, uh, get in there and get changed. Jack, Keep throwing with that with that arm. It's you're still not getting enough speed out of it, uh, but not too bad, not too bad for your first day. We'll keep working on it. Do you see this new thing we got here, uh, Billy Joe? Yeah, yeah, that's that looks great. It uh, measures Jack's speed. He's uh, he, he's going to be hit the big leagues here. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the big league farm <laughs> uh, I gotta go to school alright y'all have a good day yep alright Shay what's your right. morning like um it's pretty quiet um my father works at the at UV we live a couple blocks away so he walks to work even in the cold and uh uh, we just go about our, you know, get ready in the morning and then kind of fix our own little breakfast, but not, it's not like a big hearty breakfast, like grab a pop tart or something. And, uh, we leave at the same time cause we walk down to the end of the block together and then that's where my bus stop is. Mm-hmm. And then he continues on to the university. Um, but today I am planning on skipping school. So, um, as soon as we get down to the bus stop, the end of the block, um, I'm going to let dad go on. It's a pretty quiet walk. We don't talk. He doesn't really interact with me very much anymore. Uh, and I'm just going to wait for the bus until he, and wait till he goes around the corner. I'm going to bugger off. Okay. On my right. Where are you going to head to? Um, I think I'm going to head downtown. I'm just going to, I've got a backpack. I think I've probably got um, an extra change of clothes just in case I need to spend the night somewhere else. Um, I'm just going to head downtown. Okay. Nowhere in particular. Okay. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, that uh, that walk to uh, the bus stop is uh, uncomfortable. Um you probably have a tendency to walk about five or six paces ahead uh, of dad and he just kind of saunters on behind you. Um, and uh, he awkwardly stands there at the, at the bus stop with you for about 15 seconds or so. Uh, and then uh, kind of looks down the street both ways and says, well, Have a good day, Sharon. And then, then he walks on his way. 
Okay, so for the rest of you, I assume the rest of you actually are going to school, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, you guys uh, are these magnetrine ships that uh, that come to pick you up. They're they're kind of oversized uh, buses that seat probably close to fifty kids uh, tops. Um, and they float uh, up off of the ground. Uh, they can be maybe just a little bit higher than what a, uh, a semi-truck would be. Uh, and then there's steps that kind of lead up into these things so you guys can climb aboard and then they can actually get fairly high uh, and float you know, above the tree line uh, at times. Typically they run like a spiral um, route uh, moving in towards uh, the Panopticon. Uh, once you guys are dropped off uh, there at the school, uh, you notice um, that there are some new little pieces of paper that have been kind of plastered up uh, here and there on some of the uh, uh, the street lamps that kind of run up and down the area there where the buses, uh, the magnetrine buses drop you guys off. Uh, and all of these, there's always little things that kind of people post up there and it's like things for like parties or concerts or what have you. Uh, but you've noticed, especially over the last couple of days, uh, this past week, that there's been a rash of uh, missing animals, uh, cats and dogs and, and so forth. And a couple of you guys noticed that the, there are rewards that are being posted for some of these animals. And some of them are fairly, you know, meager, you know, like a $10 reward a $20 reward or what have you. But now some of them are actually popping up to like a hundred bucks. Um, and, uh, so that definitely piques your interest. Uh, as you guys are heading to school today. And while you're at school, you overhear a couple of conversations here and there, you know, from some of the kids that are talking about some, some of the pets that, uh, that they've lost. Um, there's two kids in the lunchroom, uh, especially, uh, that you hear from. Yeah. Two kids, uh, in the cafeteria. Uh, they're talking about their missing pets, uh, Barbarino and Jet. Uh, Barbarino is a German shepherd missing uh, from off of the Mill Road area. Uh, and Jet is a black cat that uh, likes to wander through Sunset Cemetery uh, at night over near Melody Hill. Um, What's the name of the cat? Jet. Okay. With two T's. Ah. <laughs> I put, I put, that's not tired name. I put Jet with one T and Cat with two T's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The school day, other than that, you know, it goes by, you know, pretty much without incident. You guys go to your individual classes and uh, typically these Fridays uh, are usually a good time for you guys to meet up at the uh, at the hideout. 
which was the grotto uh, downtown. Uh, not saying that you have to go there immediately, but uh, if there's anything that you guys want to accomplish while you're at school. Now, I don't have anything I want to accomplish. Guys, are we going to meet at the grotto after school today? Yeah, man, I don't want to go home. What do y'all think about these missing cats and, and dogs and stuff people are talking about? Do you think it's a way for us to get a hundred bucks? Yeah, to make some kind of like trap or something. Catch them. A trap? Yeah, like a cat trap. What if What's they're the- being stolen though, like intentionally? What if they're not just missing? What if they're being taken by satanic um, practitioners? Um, yeah, I guess trap wouldn't work for that. Uh, anyway, come up with some kind of satanic practitioner trap. That's no. a trap. I, how do you make a cat trap? I don't even know what that is. Well, it's like a mouse trap, except bigger. You put. What do you put a mouse in a cat trap? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Now we have to get a mouse trap. Well, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta build up to. It. You know. All right. Well, let's be after school. We can talk about it. We can try to figure out a way to find the cats and dogs. Maybe not make a cat trap. We need a dog well, trap. You got a better idea, Corey? I might. I usually do. Yeah. Yeah. A snake trap? No, no trap. You, you don't catch animals with traps generally. It doesn't work. It does work. No, you just walk up to them and grab them. If you see a cat and you want to catch it, you grab it. If you see a snake, you want it. You don't put a snake trap in your yard. Everybody you just knows. run out and grab a snake? Yes. If you go quickly behind, that's how I get all my snakes. If you grab them quickly behind the head, even if they're poisonous, they don't, they, they're not that fast. Go pick up poisonous snakes. You can. I don't like to you do don't. it. You don't. You don't. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. I have. And I've caught a cat in a trap. <laughs> no, you haven't. No one's caught a cat in a trap. Cat traps. Cats don't go in traps. You could you know, if, if a cat didn't want to get caught, you wouldn't catch it. You would just sneak up on a cat. Well, you don't catch it with a trap. Where have you heard of a cat trap before? I in, I'm going to invent it. Yeah. I'm going to make it up. I'm the inventor here, and trust me, I can't think of how you're going to make a cat trap. Cats don't go in like little areas to get things maybe it's like a pit or something a pit what do you yeah, think like a tarzan yeah or, or like in in nam like a tiger trap like in the most dangerous game i don't know maybe whatever that is you didn't read that like it's jet the cat it's not like you need to catch a tiger they're related it's like a little tiger. It's got to work the same way. Okay, well, let's let's not talk about it. I got to go to class. Listen, let's like, let's we'll talk about it after school. We'll see you at the grotto. Yeah, I'll I'll get some Mountain Dew. <laughs> All right, I'll bring the Doritos. Get those get those uh, get those cheese balls that are in the can. Yeah, my sister always eats those when she's high. I'll bring those. Sweet. Okay. All right, so you guys want to fast forward and meet up at the grotto? Yeah. Okay. I'm 
already there. I ended up down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, aside from one cheerleader commenting on my makeup, you know, nobody else really paid any attention at school, so that was a bust. And on the way out of the school, we grabbed some, a couple of signs for Jet and uh, Barbarino and to see if we could find any information, like any clues about where we might start looking around. Okay. Sounds good. We guys end up uh, going downtown uh, along the riverfront to the place that is commonly known as the Grotto. Uh, and you guys have uh, harbored away in one of the uh, old uh, overflow pipes uh, there. Oh, are oh, we sharing the it. screen there? Nope, that's not what I intended. It's going to happen though. Uh, there's a the overlook uh, underneath the overlook. There is a little pipe uh, that comes out uh, and is no longer functional. But you guys have uh, have been able to kind of jimmy open uh, an area there that has a gate. <laughs> no, go back. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm just saying, I'm in my room box. I got Pac-Man fever going as we go. <laughs> And then back uh, into the pipe where it kind of tees off, uh, you've kind of uh, kind of made a little bit of a, a hangout uh, for you guys. Uh, you've got a little padlock that uh, that each of you has a key to uh, that gives you access uh, in and out uh, of this space, and you can kind of keep the rest of the riff raft riff raft out. Um, when you guys get there, though, you smell the distinct smell of cigarette smoke. <clears throat> Hey. How was school? It was fine. You smoking? <laughs> no. This is better than those like weird smelling ones. Like the smell like candy or whatever. Clove? Yeah. Let's make my eyes hurt. Let me go over there. It's a pipe. There's not. It's full. <laughs> Probably don't do. I got the the cheese things and the Doritos. Balls, cheese the balls, balls, and the Doritos <laughs> balls. <laughs> you said balls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to try to find these. I got this. I, I grabbed this two signs here. Um, take a look at them. What do you think? <clears throat> what do we see in the signs? I mean, what, what, what information is there? It just think? has, you know, a picture uh, of certain animals, you know, on there that, uh, and I think you probably picked up the ones that have the highest reward, I would think. Um, yeah. So there's a, about three of them that are offering between 75 and 100 bucks uh, for the recovery of, uh, of their particular animals. Um, so you got about three, maybe, well, we'll say you got maybe about five of them. Most of them are all from around uh, the area um, that, you know, I had mentioned before the, the two kids that the, the one was from Melody Hill, the other one was from over in Mill Road. Um, if somebody wants to make a roll, 
Uh, I would say it would be a comprehend roll. So whoever has maybe the highest comprehend. Not me. You got zero. <clears throat> I only have one. Gemma, you should be good at that. I'm trying to figure out where my comprehension is. That's going to be under um, mind. <laughs> Sounds like hers is pretty low, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, exactly. Well, you did receive a success uh, with the eight dice uh, that, uh, that we rolled. So uh, you're able to kind of... I, I kind of picture you kind of pasting these things up along the wall of the of the culvert there uh, and trying to draw lines. You maybe get out a little map from your backpack, you know, of the Evansville area and kind of do like a little triangulation there. And you're able to kind of get the general area of um, Engelbrecht Orchards. Um, seems to be the epicenter of the area in which these animals are kind of disappearing. Based off of the uh, ones that you, or that uh, that Corey had brought in, uh, and just trying to remember some of the other rough addresses, you know, that you had seen posted on some of the other posters. Um, and probably as you guys were heading downtown, you, you maybe spotted a couple more uh, here or there as well. Uh, but it seems like Engelbrecht seems to be the uh, the epicenter of, of where these animals are going missing from. Okay. So, hey everybody, this means that most of the missing animals from the posters that you gathered are from the Engelbrecht Orchard area. Well, let's go there. And let's, let's fan out and look for them. What do you think it means? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the orchard's haunted or something. Well, there are a lot of trees there. That's where the Satanists are. Might just be the animals trees. want to get away from their home and they go into the. Maybe they just have fun in the orchard. Run around. It's a big area. You know, they can run around under all those trees and everything. Yeah, like Care Bears. Or something. That's where I would want to be. I think they're just running away from home and running around. <laughs> that what's happening? Yeah, makes sense. Like, and if you're like in a lost pet party, maybe they're at abusive homes and they just, you know, have found a community in the orchard. I don't know, but anyway, we don't know why. The point is, let's go find them. We'll go to the orchard. <laughs> we'll run around in the woods. We'll we gotta stay hidden because they don't like it when people are running around in the woods, especially kids. And we'll we'll sneak around the woods and we'll find them. I mean, not really woods. It's kind of pretty easy to find your way around in there, but they're all, trees are all lined up. Let's check it out. And I think if we like, it's not that big either. So if we fan out and we each take like, I don't know, every couple hundred feet, there's one of us, we should cover the whole orchard. And we start on one side, like on Pfeiffer Road. Isn't it, wasn't Engelbrecht on Pfeiffer Road? I think it's where yeah. I live. Mm -hmm. we start That's on very Pfeiffer close. Road. Mm -hmm. I think that's where I know. <laughs> so it's been so long at the right orchard, but yeah. So we'll start on Pfeiffer, and then we'll just like work our way through the orchard up to the up to the farm, up to the farmhouse, the white farmhouse. 
And that's on Christ Road was the name of, uh, of that street. Oh, they remember that. All right. Everybody so, thought it was Christ, but it was uh, <laughs> it was Chris it's, Road. It's no not Christ. Christ. Like Antichrist. <laughs> that's a clue. <laughs> so what do you say? Should we do it? I think it's a better idea than building a cat trap. Maybe we could. Well, well let's just see. I, I'll keep that. I'm going to figure out a cat trap. I love I love building things, but a cat trap, I don't quite understand <clears> how <throat> that would work. I'll show you. You'll show me how to build something. How to catch a cat. <laughs> All right, let's go. Do it. All right, we're going to go. We're going to go. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Are we taking the jalopy? Can we drive it yet? The, the, uh, what is your last name? What's your character's last name, Mike? I can't remember. Plunker. Oh, the plunker clunker. <laughs> plunker clunker. This is is it that far? Or are we walking over there? I, can, I don't even know where it is. That's pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll need some sort of transportation there for sure. I'm going to share a screen here. So you should now see uh, a little map of Google Earth here. Uh, backing up just a little bit. Um, just over across the street here. This was the old Whirlpool uh, building, which is now what we are referring to as um, Thunderbolt Industries, where they make the Magnetrine ships. Okay, Right across the street from there is uh, the Evansville Regional Airport. So the area in question that we're talking about, uh, where the orchard is, <clears throat> This area right here where there's a subdivision now, that was the old orchard. Uh, so that was uh, Engelbrecht Orchards. So that's the area that seems to be kind of the epicenter uh, of where the animals are going missing. We have bus passes, we can do that unless we have access to the, the clunker clunker. Um. Did you know that the plunker clunker? Yeah. Okay. I just I didn't know. <laughs> it was an Andy thing, I guess. Um. I mean, we could we could go get the clunker, but I, I if I go home, my dad's gonna make me do chores. Can we just take the bus? Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. And you guys have the uh, the passes that uh, that each of the students are given uh, for uh, transportation, you know, around the city to getting home from school usually is what they're for. But all the kids take advantage of them whenever they can. Uh, it's just kind of common knowledge. At some point, somebody's going to clamp down on it, but nobody has gotten into enough trouble yet uh, to where <laughs> they're not clamping down on it really hard. Um, so you guys take the pass uh, and uh, head into the direction of the Engelbrecht Orchards. Uh, the orchard right at this point, obviously there's not a whole lot going on because it's it's uh, very early uh, in the year at this point, you know, and the, the frost is still uh, settling in in the mornings, you know, so that nothing's really being grown so much here uh, in the orchard itself. So it's pretty barren, you know, that's lined with, uh, with apple trees and peach trees up and down uh, uh, 
but uh, you can see uh, all the way up to the big farmhouse where the farmer's market uh, actually is. And the farmer's market is usually open year round uh, and they, they sell different fruits and vegetables that they, you know, bring in from other places uh, from warmer climates, you know, to be able to, to still function during the, uh, the winter months. Um, and it's not too late at this point. It's, uh, it's late afternoon uh, and probably, you know, four, four thirty 30 uh, in the afternoon. So not quite dark out just yet. Tell me what you guys want to do once you get in that area. <clears throat> Kurt had mentioned something about starting off around Pfeiffer Road, which was a little bit south uh, of the uh, orchard, uh, and then kind of working your way up towards the farmhouse. Was that right, uh, Kurt? Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. Okay. Got it. So that's my recommendation. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, because if we're starting at farthest away from the farmhouse, then they're less likely to see us. All right. So what are you, are, are you, how are you going about this search? <clears throat> Should we like each be a couple of rows apart? Like where we can still see each other, but we can cover, cover more ground. Yeah. Ready to do the sweep. All right, so we get all, all get into position, mm -hmm. see each other, right? You know, we're kind of a distance where we can all see each other. Yeah. And we start when the trees are bare, because it's February, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we start walking through the orchard. Who has the highest mind plus investigate? The eight. I've got three mind and one investigate, so four all together. I got four. I only have three mind. I don't have zeros on everything else on in that category. Okay. So it sounds like um, Gemma has the uh, has the highest to roll there. Now, you guys can, if you so desire, you can try to help one another. Um, and I'm looking that up here, exactly how to do that. Oh, here we go. You can help uh, one another to overcome trouble uh, if it seems plausible in the situation. You describe what you do, and then your friend gets one extra die to roll. Uh, but if you say that you are helping somebody else, Sorry. then you are bound to whatever the result is on their roll. So if they fail, that failure affects you in some negative manner as well. Okay? So just be aware of that anytime you say, well, I'm going to help them. Okay? So, Gemma, if you would like to roll investigate, and if anybody wants to help, you may say that you're going to help, and then that will give her an extra dice if you so desire. I'll help. Okay, so you're going to roll your investigate, and then where it says uh, you've got use item, 
you've got your blank book with a pen on a chain. Uh, now, if you can come up with a way that that could potentially help you, uh, you know, you, you tell me what that is. And then it's got bonus dice on there. You just add a plus one for um, uh, Billy Joe helping you. Okay. I can't think of a way my blank book is going to help me in this circumstance. But I can add a plus one. Now, let me throw something at you. I'm just going to help you out these first couple of times of ways to kind of think around and maybe be able to use your iconic item uh, in, in times that maybe you don't think about. You'd, you were laying stuff out uh, in the culvert and trying to create this map. Perhaps you might have sketched in there the map that you were uh, kind of doing the triangulation, and maybe you're using that as a reference as you're kind of looking about. I would allow that uh, as uh, okay. an, an extra thing to use. So if you, if you want to try that, you can add your uh, iconic item to that role. Is there any drawback to using your iconic item? No, not really. Never runs out. Mm -mm. Okay. In that case, I guess I'll use it because I did. I did sketch out sort of the perimeter. I know the scope of what we're looking at, and maybe I'm trying to think. Are we facing west as we set off? Maybe the sun is starting to set, and I can use it to sort of shield my eyes. You'll be facing north at that point. I was afraid of that. I was just going to breeze past the geography because I never can figure out what <laughs> those cardinal directions are. So, all right. So just the first one then. So I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. All right. And then that. got two successes okay so your one success means that you know you succeed in the role uh your, your investigation role works the second uh success is kind of a bonus uh for you so with that being an investigation role um you can ask one additional question and take plus one die to one roll when you use that information. Okay. Uh, so what I can tell you right off the bat uh, is there are literally no signs of animal life in this area. Uh, so animals that would normally be kind of scuttling about through uh, the trees and so forth. There's no birds, there's no rabbits, there's no nothing, much less cats and dogs. Uh, it's eerily quiet here in the orchard. And yes, it's winter. Most of the birds are, you know, kind of hibernating, you know, now they're not out and about as much as what you would normally see, you know, when it's warmer outside. Uh, but it's weirdly quiet. So that's the information that you get for one success. For your second success, then you get to ask me a question of, you know, something that, you know, maybe would help 
in your investigation? Well, since I got help from, was it Billy Joe? Mm-hmm. I could, I could also offer, um, like throw it out to the group when I tell them that I've noticed this. I mean, I was paying attention because I really was hoping to find a mouse in case he built a cat trap that needed a mouse. And so I noticed there are no mice. There's absolutely nothing, no birds or anything. That's like super weird, don't you think, everybody? Any yeah, I mean, your life answered. There's, there's a lot of. I don't know. I'd, I'd expect to at least see a couple birds. You know, yeah. like a sparrow or something. Does it make you wonder something? Yeah, like I wonder. You know, if it's not just pets like if something took all the animals like birds and bugs and mice and everything or if either something took them or they something scared them all everything away you know like some kind of like everything just took off Should we expand our search area? <clears throat> Go beyond the orchard to see how far it extends, or well, in yeah, this like... in this area, uh, it is. I wouldn't say densely populated, but there are little, uh, especially like along Mill Road, um, Crist Road to a certain extent, like on the opposite side of Crist Road, uh, heading up towards Stringtown. Uh, there's a lot of houses up in that area. Uh, there are uh, some houses that kind of run uh, up and down Kentucky uh, towards uh, an area that was called Sarto uh, and the Catholic Diocese uh, that ran close to Pfeiffer Road. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That's right. I my bike. Couple of lakes and so forth around there. A lot of houses around the lake, uh, and then up towards forty-one, uh, there is another kind of subdivision that would have been built built probably in the nineteen sixties, probably. Um, so smaller homes uh, in that area, but then that is butted up against uh, a wooded area that is divided in half uh, by uh, power lines that uh, uh, have these large transmission towers that just kind of cut through the woods and that whole area has been completely cleared off. And those transmission towers run obviously now to the, uh, the loop since that's the main source of power here. Hmm. Well, we could um, we could all split up and walk in four different directions and see how far we get before we see animals. We could all go check out the lake and see if there are fish. That's just I don't know. I I guess I also wonder if we see anything that looks frightening, like anything else out of place. 
Um, like Billy Joe said, did something scare them away? Um, I'm trying to figure out how to answer that. Um, other than the fact that it is just odd that there's no animals around in this area. Yeah, I can't, I can't really say that for sure it was something that scared them away. Uh, but they're just simply not here. Now, I will say, like, uh, um, Billy Joe, I think you said something about, you know, bugs and so forth. There are bugs. Uh, so little tiny, you know, insects and stuff like that are around. Again, it's very cold. There's not a lot of them. Uh, but they, they are here. Uh, but it, we're talking more like mammal-like, uh, just are not around here in the orchard, at least. <clears throat> well, it didn't scare the bugs away. <laughs> Why don't we head towards one of the neighborhoods or towards some of the houses? Yeah, like we could head towards one of the houses where that's missing a pet. Oh. Mm-hmm. We know something happened around there. Yeah, Mill Road uh, was the location of one of the three pamphlets uh, that uh, Corey brought with him. All right, so let's go to Mill Road and let's we start knocking on doors mm-hmm. and seeing who comes to the door and then asking folks if if anything strange has happened to their pets. To, we'll tell them that we're missing our own dog, in, but there we found a lot of dogs that are missing in the area and wondering if they're missing their dog. What kind of a dog are we missing? Uh, was a uh, German Shepherd on Mill Road. No, I mean, if our story is we're missing a dog. Oh, that you're like, missing one? Yeah, we, we want to get our story straight. What kind of a dog is it? I should, say we're doing a survey. It should be something we're cool. We're doing a survey to find out what, which, which pets people have in their houses for high school. Okay. For, our, for our, quant, our statistics class. I mean, middle school, for our statistics middle school class. I did really well in middle school stats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys want to hit one of the houses there on uh, on Mill Road? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to go around the back and look at the backyard. Okay, okay, sure. All right, so for you, I'm going to have you roll a sneak. Ah, two successes for your sneak. That's that's good. So your sneak definitely works. Uh, you'll be able to go around the back side, and nobody will be uh, any the wiser. Uh, and then with your extra success, oh, you might get to find something unexpected. Hmm. I don't know if I like that or not. Let's there was a no <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay, so... We'll get back to you. Uh, the rest of you are knocking at the front door. Sure. We're just we're just middle school kids, just mm-hmm. doing a school experiment. All right. Uh, the uh, front door opens. There's a, a man that looks to be in his uh, mid forties uh, that comes to the door. Uh, it looks a little 
kind of confused. He's got uh, kind of a house robe on with uh, uh, t-shirt and pajama pants uh, and and slippers. Uh, hey kids, uh, can I help you? Yeah, our school's got this thing called project-based learning and they send us out into the community to do projects. And uh, one of the projects that we have to do is go out and figure out how many pets are living in the area. So we're just going door to door and doing a survey asking what kind of pets people have would you mind participating um yeah sure uh so what kind of pets you have uh well we've got a uh irish setter uh out back uh duke um and then uh, my kids have uh two hamsters uh here at the house here inside and all, writing, all the pets are you writing this down Jim? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. All your pets are alive and healthy and everything's good with them? Um, yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah, that's part of our survey. It says, yeah. uh, 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 and we, uh, uh, it, you know, are they healthy? Are they sick? Or, and the last question is, um, have, have they ever run away? Have you ever had a pet run away? Have you ever run away or anything like that? Well, the Irish setter usually likes to run. <laughs> uh, and he kind of runs all over across the, uh, the neighborhood usually. But I don't know, he's been kind of skittish lately. He, uh, he hadn't been running, running too much. He's pretty much been staying in the backyard. All right. Well, thank you for your participation. We uh, we all at uh, Panopticon High Middle School really appreciate it. All right. Well, you kids be be safe out there. Thank you. All right. So, um, Shay, you've come around the back side, uh, and uh, you see that there's a a cage out back. Um, and there's a dog house there inside the cage, right? Okay. Um, doesn't seem to be any dog in there though. Okay. Um, and as you kind of poke around about the back, uh, area, you actually see that, um, the cage on the back side, uh, has been ripped open. Like a hole? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Okay. And there is blood and fur uh, on that uh, on that fence. Okay. I see the blood and I see the fur and I book it to my friends who are probably walking away from the house. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, I think we got a bigger problem than we thought. I don't think they're just running away and frolicking in the woods like Care Bears. There's blood, there's fur, the, the fence, the, the cage was ripped apart, and there's no dog out there. But he it, said that the dog was in the backyard. It, there's no dog. Lucky, Lucky's gone? Duke. He's <laughs> gone? Whatever, his, there's blood and fur. What kind Uh-oh. of... Well, let's see if it's a pattern. Let's go to the next house and check it out. Uh, I mean, it probably is, but you know, worth checking out. I, I like talking to the neighbor. We knock again on the next house. Okay, sure. I don't know. Are you all going? Hey, you, Che, you go check out the back, and we'll do the we'll, we'll do the same thing we did to see if we can confirm our findings. 
Exact same thing. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, right. again. Give me another right. sneak. And I, I probably should have had um, Corey roll uh, as well. So I'm going to have you roll to there, Corey. You're going to roll um, charm. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. That's all right. Did I do that? No, that was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd say they're good 200 houses in this neighborhood. So we oh, there are, yeah. You stretch this out all night. We're just getting started. <laughs> yeah, we're going to come up with a real statistical analogy. <laughs> uh, Shay, you're able to, to cross back into the backyard of this house uh, as well and kind of poke around. No uh, cages, pins. There's no doghouse, nothing uh, back here. You... Give me an investigation roll. Oh, <laughs> if it's zero, does that count? <laughs> um, if it's zero, is it going to roll anything? That's my question. I don't know. You want to find out? Yeah, try that. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think you get a dice pool. Okay, so you still had your uh, three uh, dice from your uh, failure. That <laughs> thing was a failure. So yeah, unfortunately. Nothing really comes up except for you do step in a small, tiny pile of dog poop Fuck. <laughs> so even though that was a failure you still actually did find well there's at least been a dog in the backyard <laughs> That's right. uh, Corey do me a favor and roll a uh, charm please me? yep who am I charming? Uh, the little old lady that's coming to the door oh, at the second house I got a failure okay good <laughs> you uh you knock on the door and from behind the the, the door you hear uh, yes who is it hi we're your friendly local neighborhood middle school kids and we're doing a project-based learning project at school which is where you have to go out in the community and do some research as part of your project and what we're doing is we're asked we're it's a statistical project and we have to look at how many animals there are in living in our neighborhood and what kind of pets people have and how many pets they have. Are you okay. interested in participating? And the whole time that you were giving that spiel, which was very, very good. <laughs> uh, from behind the door, you hear this small yapping dog just and you hear her. Pepper, be quiet. Pepper, no. Stop it, Pepper. No. I, I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> Her dog's I'm sorry, Pepper. yes. Um, so we're, we're, we're doing a project-based learning project. Arf, arf, school. Arf, arf. Pepper, no. Stop it. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, do you have any pets? We're just, we just want to know if you have any pets in the house. We know you have one. Pepper, apparently. I'm sorry, I can't hear you very well. I'm I, I, okay. You're going to have Thank to go you. away. We'll put you down for Pepper. Have a nice day. <laughs> we tried third house. That didn't go very well. <laughs> well, I mean, this house has a dog. They have a dog at this house. So, is it just? <clears throat> it's know, like an inside dog. Yeah, it seems like an indoors dog. Okay, well, let's go to the next house and just kind of get a little more information, maybe. Okay. You want to? And you guys can kind of continue this process up and down the street. Uh, and you find houses that do have animals. Most of them we are we inside. We don't get to act out everyone. We don't get to act out every house. <laughs> well, we can. Right? <laughs> uh, you do find that, you know, some of them have animals that, most of them have animals that, that are inside 
animals, cats, dogs, rabbits, etc. A few of them do have pets that they keep outside. And a few of those pets are actually outside. Um, Since... um, Why don't we have... Dana, you're, the, the MO at this point is, uh, I think Shay is just kind of checking out the backyards and all of these, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't you give me another investigation? Hey, there you go. You got a success. Okay. So, and this is kind of cumulative after going to several houses. What you do notice on the few houses that do have animals that are outside, either pinned up in a cage or tied, you know, to a post or what have you, um, all of the ones that are outside seem to be rather anxious. They're pacing back and forth. These are all dogs. Uh, you don't see any cats out and about. Uh, but all of the dogs are just kind of pacing back and forth or they're whining. Uh, they just seem to be worried about something. Mm-hmm. I am too. I just saw the blood and the fur and all right. I tell my friends that I find them and tell them that, um, is there like a, are the woods behind these, this neighborhood by chance? Uh, in this oh. neighborhood, not dense woods. Uh, okay. No. I, th- there is a string of trees that kind of run back behind uh, this area, but you can kind of see through the trees to uh, the other uh, subdivision on the other side. Okay. All right. Well, what if we... What if we camp out? What if we put up a? What if we climb into some trees and spend the night? What if we camp out or get put a tent up? Keep an eye on what's going on here. It's February. So get a warm sleeping bag. No. If we have camping gear, do we have camping gear? Twenty oh, below sleeping bag. <laughs> well. Yeah, my dad's got some gear from Storm Chasing. Well, do y'all have a better idea? How else are you going to figure out what's taking these things? Try to trap it. <laughs> you know? Steal a I mean, dog. I think it's obvious, right? Steal a dog, put it in your trap, and see if the whatever it is comes to get it. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Or we could just make the sounds of the animal. Hey, we could be like, be like Aragorn and we could trap, we could track whatever it is and follow it through the woods. We could, we could go back to the, that first house and try to f- see if any, if there's like a trail of like dog guts or anything. Okay. Well, let's all, let's all go together and take a look. So we're, we're let's go, let's go over. Yeah. And see if we see anything else there that can indicate. If there's anything left. Yeah, do that before like the owner guy finds out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kind of spread around that area a little bit and look around. Like all of us, look around for other clues as to what this might be. Okay. 
All right, so... Um, Just like the Scooby-Doo gang. Straight up. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> if one of you wants to help uh, in the investigation, Gemma would probably be the one to, uh, to make the roll at this point. Uh, so, Gemma, if you want to poke around the area where uh, Duke went missing or got ripped out of his cage. Yeah, I'll go look at that. I'm a little concerned. Like, I don't know if that guy was telling us the truth and he doesn't know that Duke is gone yet. Or what if he was lying to us? And he's one of the Satanists, you know. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't have to rip his own dog out of his own thing, though. Like he'd just like murder him on the altar in his basement. Yeah, he wouldn't have to rip open his own. Dog. Yeah, like oh. he would like drug the dog first or something. So either way, I think we need to be careful so we don't get caught snooping around. Yeah, long. they're going to think we did it. I know, it just came through asking questions. But if you didn't want to be suspected of killing your own dog in a satanic ritual, you might try to deflect attention by creating a scene, a scene of a crime. You'd be the last one they would suspect. You could just say the dog died in its sleep while it was, you know, curled up by the fire or something. So convoluted. <laughs> Natural causes. <laughs> yeah. All those dice and one success. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. That's all you need. It's just one. Um, so looking here a little bit closer to kind of see if there's like a trail. Um, you do see uh, that there is a trail of blood that kind of carries off into the tree line uh, of the wooded area back behind this house. Um, and if you follow that, uh, you can see for sure that what used to be Duke, <laughs> there are remnants of, of Duke back in the woods uh, back here. Uh, and he has been pretty much devoured. Uh, you see, you see a see a pool uh, of blood. She's upset. Uh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! I, I, I don't think Ruth's paying attention. <laughs> she doesn't look happy about it. <laughs> Uh, you see a pool of blood and a pile of fur and uh, and bones, uh, and it is pretty fresh. It's not real flower; it's just a story. <laughs> Should have had a trigger warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> um, Satanism, children Satanism. smoking, graphic de smoking. depictions of half-devoured dogs. <laughs> oh, we definitely. Um, well, I'm gonna. We're, we're, let's investigate it and see if we can see what, oh, excuse me, what might have caused it. All right, Corey, why don't you give that a little roll? All and right. I'll help. I've got the little magnifying glass on my Swiss Army knife. I'm going to like... Okay, that sounds good. I'm going to take a look at it because I kind of know animals a little bit. All I right. Lost your 
I get to roll the big dice. No Ooh. success. <laughs> really bad rolls. Oh, no. Stop poking it like that. Uh, did, did, did you roll the extra die for uh, Billy Joe helping you? No. Okay. So let's do that again. Bonus dice, one. One die? Do I get mm -hmm. one for one? Mm -hmm. What's your iconic item? My iconic item's a boom box. <laughs> wiki, wiki, wiki. Do, do you do you want to switch that on for a little inspiration? Uh, you're, you're back in the woods. They they may they probably won't hear you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course I do. If it's going to give me inspiration, at least I'm good. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> now I'm ready. Oy. Now I'm ready. Fucker. You wouldn't say that. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Just need so, a little fever. The mud uh, back here is kind of frozen over. It's been pretty cold, uh, so it's in in the thirties, maybe lower forties right now. So ground's pretty hard, uh, but you do make out around uh, the remnants of Duke. Uh, a couple of little, not little, but rather large footprints. Um, and they seem to be uh, rather elongated, maybe about uh, 12 inches long. Uh, and they have three long toes. Are they um, animal or robotic? Um... They seem to be animal. Well, that's weird. I've never seen an animal like this before. Take a look at these footprints. <clears throat> Those are pretty big. It's like a... You know, like lizards and stuff. Does it look like a lizard? Like a big one? No, it looks more like a bird. Like a pterodactyl? Is that right? Is that what I would say? Yeah, kind of like a bird. More like a bird. Not. Like, I don't think it's a lizard or something. It looks like something that walks on two legs. Is that right, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right, nothing like I've ever seen before. It's too big. It's too weird. It's like a big bird. Like big bird. It is like big bird. Oh, no. <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> I'm really doing well with the okay. 80s references. On top of them right now. <laughs> keep it rolling. Keep it going. Okay. So, what do y'all think? Are, is it just like a couple right there? Or do they they lead somewhere? Um, you can try to see if you can, if you can follow them. Uh, but or just like a are they going in the same direction kind of thing? They seem to be heading, um, let's see, that would be east from this location, uh, which kind of takes like those uh, towers that I was talking about, the, the transmission towers uh, that have the power lines running in between them. It kind of looks like it's kind of running parallel uh, to those uh, at least for the few couple of steps, you know, that, uh, that you're able to kind of see from here. Now, if you want to try to follow them further, you, you'd have to 
uh, have to roll another investigation. But if uh, if you want to do that, Billy Joe, you can do that. Yeah, I mean, I'll just I'll just at least look at the couple of footprints that are there and kind of walk in that direction and, and see what I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, should I roll investigate? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, can I still, can I continue to use that, that little magnifying glass? Mm -hmm, Sure. Okay. Now that's a failure. Now, uh, if you want to, uh, you have the option of, uh, either checking your pride um you can push the roll which means you take a condition uh and then you re-roll uh for that uh or you can spend a luck point um and i think that is the luck point an automatic success no uh, uh, you can spend that after a failed dice roll it lets you re-roll the failed uh dice you don't you don't have to do that though you only have what two yeah yeah is is that for the whole that's for adventure that's for this session uh the luck points replenish themselves every session so if we call it for tonight and then we come back in two weeks and you get the you get it back um i'll I'll try to i'll use a benny i'll I'll try Mm -hmm. to re-roll that okay (laughs) Um, can i help uh, he, he already rolled at this point. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, and he got the success. Uh, so, yeah, you're able to follow it uh, back further, uh, which does take you back to that open area where the uh, transmission towers happen to be. And it looks like it crosses uh, that area, uh, but you kind of lose it there in in the uh, open area to try to figure out exactly where it went from there but it looked like it went out into that area and then potentially over into the more thickly wooded area uh, across uh, <clears throat> the open field there underneath the transmission towers gotcha um, I it went this far but I can't tell where it went after this like it was headed towards those woods but like if it's if it's a big bird maybe it took off i don't know i mean i it got this far but i I can't really tell where it went after this i'm just gonna look up (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. like yeah nothing up in the sky you you can see the uh, the three freedoms uh, off in the distance there by uh, by the school, uh, and it's got they've got little blinking lights that that kind of call your attention to it. What's that, Corey? Is it heading towards the, the so the so it, it's following the tracks the line it's following the lines that's where they started off towards the and and when we look in the distance the three is it heading in that it, direction? No, it looks like it's actually now where it exited out from the tree line that you guys were following it, where it was running parallel. It looked like it veered off and is going perpendicular to the lines, uh, crossing into a more wooded area 
if it continued in the direction that it looked like it was going by the fingerprints. So I think we have to ask ourselves, what are we doing here, really? Because we got a dead dog. I mean, it's likely the other ones are dead, that this thing's eating them. Yeah, I don't think <clears> we <throat> any rewards. No. So what's our larger purpose here? Do we really want to go into the woods and figure out what this thing is? Is that a good idea? Or what do you think? Well, I mean... Crap. We came this far. Check, check your drives and and see if your drive is something that would uh, really uh, push you forward here. Yeah, I mean, would. yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we could keep at it. You know, I'm not in any hurry to get home or anything. Yeah, let's 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 see if we can let's let's go in there and see if we can find something. So we're at the deep woods. So why don't we use our technique of staying within distance of each other? where we can see each other and work our way through the woods and see what we find. That sounds good. All right, so that's what we do. We, we arrange ourselves on the side of the road. Is it the road? Going in or wherever. We arrange ourselves on the edge of the woods, mm -hmm. the deeper where this thing seemed to have turned. And we pace ourselves out about, I don't know, what is it, 100 feet, 200 feet? How far can we see, 100 feet? In the woods, in this area, it's pretty thick. Um, and a lot of underbrush, uh, and there doesn't really seem to be any trails per se. Um, I would have probably Billy Joe maybe roll an investigation, and I'm going to give you an extra uh, die uh, to your roll because you kind of know the wilderness probably better than some of the others here. Okay. <clears throat> you said an investigate? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you do find uh, one small trail uh, that leads into this section of woods, but it it's pretty tight uh, and not very well-traveled, but just traveled enough where somebody can walk through that area without much uh, interference, you know, from branches and stuff like that, you know, that would be getting in the way. Uh, the rest of the area here is, is pretty thick and it would be pretty slow going and you would be making a lot of noise uh, going through uh, the underbrush uh, in this area. Guys, <clears throat> um, I found like a little, there's like a game trail like it's probably from deer and stuff, but um, we can hear a cat. <laughs> it's he's thirty minutes early. <laughs> so uh, we should probably. I mean, woods is pretty dense here. We should probably just kind of stick together, but we could kind of follow this trail, and it'll. It's kind of the only way through here. Yeah, let's do it. And if there's, if what, you know, if that thing's an animal, it's probably following other animal trails anyway. Okay. You lead us and I'll, I'll take up the rear and. Yeah. I'd open up the middle, the little knife blade on my Swiss army knife and hold it in front of me. 
All right, so you guys start walking down this little trail uh, into the woods. And at this point, the evening light is starting to kind of settle in. Uh, so it's really pretty dark back here. Um, any, any of you have a flashlight? Yeah, I do. And a lighter. Okay. Right, oh, so you, you, you have a little bit of illumination. Um, this uh, trail kind of weaves in and out, uh, and it's kind of easy to kind of lose your bearings uh, in here uh, with as thick as the woods happen to be. But as you are going through, I'm going to have... Um, who's leading the group? I am. Okay. And Shay, you're picking up the rear, right? Mm-hmm. Are you guys trying to move quietly? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're we're kind of trying to sneak up on whatever it is that we're. Okay. Thinking. First off, then everybody roll a sneak, and if you fail, let me know. Oh, I failed. <laughs> uh, I actually succeeded. I'm not sure how that happened. Yeah, a double success. Okay. What did you get, Kurt? You failed too. Yeah, and those two are in the front. Kurt and I are Corey and Shay are at the end. And I think maybe, I don't know, maybe we trip over some shit or something <laughs> for each other. They hit the boombox. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally hit the boombox. Uh, the problem is I can't, like, bad pass, but yeah, here we go. Corey, unfortunately, his boombox goes off. Uh, he he kind of trips and accidentally hits the play button and uh, and sets that off. Uh, as you guys are kind of scrambling about, oh, just, just turn it off, turn it off. Um, uh, you guys quickly kind of settle everything down and get the music turned off, but then you hear this this rustle uh, off to uh, your right uh, along the path. And it, but that suddenly goes quiet. As you guys go quiet, so does it. You guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not big or small. Uh, it's kind of big-ish. <laughs> I think it's got a cat. <laughs> Um, did you guys see anything? Didn't see anything uh, <laughs> in the in the in the hubbub of uh, of trying to shut the music off really fast. Yeah, you weren't watching; you just heard it, and then as soon as you heard it, you look in the direction of where it was. You don't see anything there. Shut up! <laughs> All right, so we shine the flashlight in that area and start walking towards it, towards where it came from. Can we can we get to where? Can we can we kind of? push the brush aside and try to get a little further in? Yeah, uh -huh, you sure can. Okay. Um, you slowly kind of push the brush away and just kind of start shining the light in there. And then all of a sudden you catch these two glowing eyes uh, through, the, uh, through the trees and through the bushes. And as soon as it hits those eyes, the thing darts towards you and you see a gaping maw just open up and slap shut. Uh, and 
you, Corey, are startled to see a full-grown velociraptor uh, in these woods that is now coming in your direction. The rest of us aren't startled by that. Oh yeah, you all are. It <laughs> <laughs> like sucks he, to be you, Corey. He's, he's startled and slightly aroused. <laughs> <laughs> As both are by me, yes. That, that kind of describes middle school all together, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so you guys are now uh, in trouble uh, <laughs> because there is now a velociraptor that has made itself uh, uh, made its presence known to you and is uh, has snapped at one of you and is now kind of rearing back its head and and letting out this screech this <laughs> kind of growl uh, at you and when it, it does of, that I push play on the boombox and turn it all the way up okay all right. So, here's what you guys are going to have to do. There's <laughs> something else. Uh, what? Play something else. Like, it's something a little scarier. I, a little scary. Okay, just a second. Give me a moment. Yep. Okay. What, what, what do we do? What do we do? I'm All trying right, to so sleep. You guys quickly have to come up with a plan uh, to get out of this trouble. So, what do you want to do? with this uh, velociraptor that has now made his presence known to you. Well, let's come up with a plan. <laughs> Only Jack were here with a baseball vet. Oh. <laughs> he just has his... Uh, he has uh, the ball. He doesn't even have baseball. a baseball. Baseball, yeah. <laughs> He's not even really that good. <laughs> I... I've got a skateboard. I could whack it, but I don't know if I want to be whacking a velociraptor. I, I feel like we need to. I, don't I need know. to just run. <laughs> run in all directions. Save your, yeah. every, every the cat. Oh my god! Well, here's what you have to do to overcome the trouble. There are, and and I'm treating it as though Jack is with you, and and I'll roll for Jack. Uh, you have to cumulatively come up with um, 12 uh, successes between all of you to overcome this trouble. Um, so that means making, deciding what it is that you as a group are going to do uh, and then rolling the appropriate abilities to uh, make that happen. And you have to get a total between all of us, uh, a total of 12 to be able to meet that. And you can do that based off of just the rolls. You can spend luck points uh, to roll extra uh, successes and so forth. Um, and you can sp spend a uh, uh, pride in order to get uh, an automatic success. Uh, so there's lots of different ways you can do this, but first thing that you have to do is figure out what it is that you're going to do to overcome the trouble. Yeah, I, I feel like running is probably not an option, um, or at least not a good one. And I say we try to, I've got my knife out, pretty good with it. Hank at the hardware store gave it to me. Uh, 
I can hit it with the boombox. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm I'm not the type to run anyway. So, anybody have any food? Does anybody have any food like from lunch or something? Um, the I don't have any food. <laughs> did you bring the cheese balls? Yeah, you did have cheese balls, right? Yeah. Throw a Mountain Dew at it. I feel like cheese balls aren't the thing that really gets a velociraptor's attention to eat, but maybe I'm wrong. More worth a try. Let's try it. So we should do things in order. So first we should... Do you think it's going to eat... Do you think the cheese balls would be enough to get its attention and it would eat it? I mean, try it. Try it. So we toss the cheese balls at it. And then if it starts to come at us... I think slamming it with a boombox side of its head would be a good thing. And then, because like a knife, you're going to have to get pretty in and close to it, right? Right. And so just, just slam it with the boombox. Our Velociraptor sensitive to light. We have a flashlight. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Jurassic Park hasn't come out yet. <laughs> I think Land of the Lost is our <laughs> yeah, that's right. it's our yeah. best, best <laughs> reference. Climation. Okay, yeah. so who, who's doing what? I think I want, I don't think I said, um, I think I'm going to find a, if I, if I can do this fast enough, I probably wouldn't do this fast enough, but I have the lighter out. Maybe I pick up a, a, a branch, some dead leaves on it and mm -hmm. light it. I don't, I don't know if that's gonna work. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of create a, a make makeshift torch, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna try to distract it with that, right? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Billy Joe, what's your plan? Um, how how far away is it from us? Uh, within about eight feet. Um. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is throw a can of Mountain Dew at it. Okay. I think instead of hitting with the boombox, I'm going to play really loud music. Okay. Seems more interesting. Okay. See if it's, see if it's sensitive to that. Okay. Then if it doesn't work, I'll hit it with the boombox. Uh, Gemma? I'm just hoping all those things work. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do to contribute to this um <laughs> i could i could write the tale of everyone's exploits <laughs> our, our noble noble deaths noble death. <laughs> sing the songs of our glory <laughs> exactly um I, is, is there any value to my climbing a tree? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not even a great climber. Have you read any books about dinosaurs? Do you know anything about velociraptors? Well, I, I, I would imagine from what I have read about the animal kingdom that where there's one there's more than one, <laughs> really. 
So what I could do is try to um, run around to where it came from to see if I can see anything like, like distract, I don't know what I, like. See if you could get eaten by a different one? Right, and be dead. What? No, it's not, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I, like, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, find out whether there are more or whether there's a nest or whether it might be more interested in defending the nest than attacking us, which I know is not a very, but, you know. It also might look from the outside like running away. <laughs> to those to those who don't understand it might appear as if I'm frightened <laughs> okay so here is what uh, Jack is going to do is he is going to attempt to lead you guys um, so, depending on how he rolls, um, he can, let's see here, contact, lead, there we go. He can potentially grant extra dice to you guys so he needs to be the one that's going to roll first so i'll kick it off uh by rolling lead and what he's going to say uh to you guys uh is distract and run all right and what's his like uh he he's got his um uh Baseball. baseball, his lucky baseball with him, and he's going to throw it uh, at the beast uh, and see what happens with that. So here we go. And I think I got no successes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're seeing failure on this end, yeah. So he is going to take a condition uh, and re-roll. And I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to click scared for him. And then we're going to re-roll for that lead. Your dad was right. He's not really getting enough out of that arm. <laughs> yeah, he needs to work on his Oh, Jesus! Look at oh, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do roll again. <laughs> I'm gonna burn a luck point, and now I'm gonna cut off his arm and roll again. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice one of us. There we go. Okay, one. finally. All right. Uh, so that's gonna give two dice extra. For the rest of you guys he chucks the ball uh at the beast and it bounces off of the uh velociraptor's uh schnoz and comes right back at him he catches the ball out of thin air and he just starts to bolt 
<laughs> uh, so next up. So that is, we have one success so far uh, for the team. We need a total of 12. Um, instead of just throwing the can of Mountain Dew, mm -hmm. I grab the can of Mountain Dew and shake it and stab it with my knife and then throw it. Okay, cool. Big grenade. Um, yeah, like a Mountain Dew grenade. All right, so you are going to roll uh, force. Oh my god. God. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> uh, can I take a condition and try it again? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take scare. Mm -hmm. And then re-roll. There you go. So there's two. And did you add the two dice? I did not. Okay, so you need to add two dice uh, to that as well. Oh, gotcha. Uh, do you have something else that just has like two? It doesn't really give us an option to just roll dice, does it? Right. Uh, let me see here if there's a way to do that. Yeah, and when I hit re-roll, it automatically just re-rolled. Just re-rolls the whole thing. Yeah, so you don't want to do that. Um, let me see if there's a table here. Okay. Well, do you have anything else that that rolls on on a two? Um, well, when you, when you do something like under, like, I, like my move number is two, mm -hmm. but that would also roll body, right? That like is it true. would roll the yeah. four for body. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I can, cause I can edit these numbers. I could just change. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We could do that. Yeah. It rolled one because of the scared modifier. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, There's the modifier. Yep. So I rolled two more dice, but didn't get another success. Okay, got it. Okay. All right, so, but you did get a total of two. Right. right. Okay, so 10 more, or nine more. <laughs> that's all we got to get. <laughs> that's it. We, everybody just needs three more successes. That's all. all right, <laughs> I, I assembled the research on animals and over in the chat. Mm -hmm. So both for birds and reptiles, because I, I think we're questioning which what they are. So we have some very definitive research. I've got three different sources cited that shows that loud noises can affect and uh, uh, cause chronic stress or, um, you know, so we so so my attempt here and I've kind of rigged this thing, this this boom box. For dogs, because I, I want it to affect dogs when I walk. I don't want if I don't want a dog there, I can turn it up and I'll have a noise that'll bother dogs. So I'm hoping that this will work. Okay. Okay. So that'll be tech tinker then. Okay. So that's going to give me tinker is is good, and then I've also got the boombox. I get plus two for the boombox, don't I? Correct. And plus, plus four. And plus two more dice. That's uh, good. And the bonus dice for uh, the lead. Yeah, and the song that I've got is, um, that should do it, right? That should do it. All right. By the way, all the songs are from 1984. All right, here, <laughs> are you ready to go? Except for Pac-Man Fever, which was 1982, but it's one of my favorite songs, so I still play it a lot. Okay, here we go. You ready? Go. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a lot of dice. No way! Are you kidding me? One success, though. <laughs> Out of oh, all of that? Oh, my gosh. 
Okay, only eight more to go. <laughs> um, Here I deliver at least three. Now, you can uh, re-roll, but you can keep the one success that you have. Just yeah. subtract, you know, the, the on the bonus die, just do a plus one instead of two. All right, I'm hitting re-roll. I don't know what that means. Okay, there's two successes. Okay. Did I do that? Did I subtract the right one? Yep. Yeah, it did it. It did it by itself. Look, it did it automatically. Oh, it did. Yeah, when I hit re-roll it, it took the one off. Oh, it did. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, did you take a condition for that? Uh, I used a luck. A Benny, a luck, what is Just it? Just a luck. luck. Okay. All right. Now, if you want to, you can uh, take a condition and re roll again. Uh, what's my condition? Where are the, the conditions? Uh, those are on your character sheet there uh, where it says oh. conditions uh, under favorite song. Okay. I'll be exhausted. Roll okay. it again. Here I go. Boom. Oh, nine this time. And you Jeez. get another success. All I right. cannot get on that, though. I get, I, that's about as much as I'm going to do, though. Four. Okay. Um, Gemma, did you go already? No. Okay. Gosh, I was hoping it would have been defeated by now. I was, <laughs> I, I was rolling dice like nuts. <laughs> uh, or... Uh, Shay, do you want to go? I can go. <clears throat> I've picked up this sort of a branch with dried leaves, dead leaves stuck to it off the floor, and I've tried to light it on fire, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I step in front of Corey, and I just start waving it at the thing and kind of moving towards the velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> Am I rolling body or something under that? Uh, let's see for you. What should we be doing here? I think that that's going to be a, a heart lead. Okay. And do I add anything? Uh, two dice, yes. So bonus two. Or do I do plus two? Do I actually physically I, type plus no, two? Just type, no, I just type two in there. I okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh I ripped him. You need to spend a luck. Alright, sure, why not? And then same bonus two or Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure. Big money, no whammies. Ah! Oh my god! What? <laughs> what? What's going on How with these? On Earth. What's the chances of this? Jesus. We, we have uh, we have found in playing this uh, for several months. Uh, the the first round that I did with uh, the folks at the gaming group. The more dice you have, the more likely it is you're going to fail the roll. <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to take a condition and roll again? Um, sure, I'm upset. 
Okay. I will... Hold on just a second. My daughter's back there. Hold on. Um, lead. So with a condition, I just add one? One die? Um, or do I add any die? Bonus die? You, you still have the two bonus, yes. Ooh, one success. Okay, now that's that's one. All right, Christy, it's all on you. So you're you have eight successes right now. You got to have four. <laughs> We're all dead. No, you're not dead. You can't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking I would. Do what uh, Corey had advised with the reptile and, and sneak around behind it and try to grab it by the neck. But I'm not that good at sneaking, so it doesn't seem like a great idea to try that. So I think I might just grab the largest branch I can find off the floor mm -hmm. of the forest and charge it. <laughs> okay. And shout, Give us back the cats! Okay, so that's going to be a force. Okay. Does anyone want to help? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody already did. Uh, so you got two dice that you can uh, add to that. Okay. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, roll a lot or uh, spend a luck if you want. Oh my goodness. Sure, I'll spend a luck. Do I still get bonus? Uh, yes. Uh huh. Oh, two successes. There you go. See? <laughs> All right, we're up to 10. Um, here's the other thing is pride. I just saw it. Where was it? Okay. Gives you an extra success if you spend, uh, if you use your pride. Now, if you use your pride, that does not come back until the end of this particular adventure. So if you want to save it, you can save it. Where you're where you're at right now at 10 successes, this would be considered uh, a compromise. It's not a complete failure, but it's not a full success either. You didn't vanquish the, uh, the Velociraptor or achieve what you really truly wanted to achieve. But you're able to at least compromise uh, and, um, yeah, so that will just affect kind of the outcome. You know, if anybody wants to check their prides, you can certainly do that. You just, that means you won't have it to spend later in case you need it. What are we checking? Our pride? Your pride. Yeah. 
It's in your, like, in under your, your age. Description stuff. under age, it's one, two, three, four. Four under, uh, under the age, and there's a little box over on the right side there if you want to check that, and that can give you an extra success. Well, I'm proud of reptile, my reptile collection, snakes, turtles, lizards, frogs. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'll, there you go. Okay, so that gets you to 11. And if somebody else wants to spend their pride, that'll get you to the 12 and you will succeed. Um, my pride is when the shit hits the fan, I won't back down, which mm -hmm. I, feel, I feel like the shit's hitting the fan. Okay. So I won't back down. I'll use my pride. All right, cool. So here's basically what happens. <laughs> the uh, Velociraptor rears back its head. It lets out that growl. Uh, and um, Jack shouts at you guys to uh, distract and run. And he throws the ball, hits it in his head, catches the ball, starts running in the other direction. Another Velociraptor pops out, and he just runs head first into that thing, sending it ass over tea kettle uh, into the brush. Um, Corey flips on the music, uh, and it confuses uh, the other Velociraptor who starts looking kind of back and forth as Shay begins to uh, throw fire in its face uh, and Gemma starts running at the thing and with a stick and just pokes it in its neck uh, and it spooks the thing enough to where it just turns tail uh, and runs. Uh, Mike, when you hit the uh, uh, can with the uh, soda and you launched it uh, that was right at the same moment that the other velociraptor was kind of coming up after your brother you hit it on the side of its head just as he hits it and then rolls and all of you guys just end up ah, screaming and then running <laughs> uh, further on into the woods in the direction that you were kind of going in the first place uh, and as you guys run through the woods, you're tripping over branches and getting cut uh, and uh, bruised as, as you're kind of trying to run away from these things. You see off in the distance that there is a large uh, looming uh, barn off in the distance that looks... like this. Uh, did I show the two? There you go. There. It looks like that. Has just kind of a gaping maw uh, in the front that looks like almost shattered teeth and a pair of eyes uh, looking down at you uh, from the woods. And just off from that large barn uh, is a, a smaller cabin uh, it seems to have a little trail of smoke coming out of the chimney. And at this point, that's where we will leave it for tonight. And we will join back up uh, in two weeks. Oof. That's hard. <laughs> that was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think 
like real yeah. weapons or superpowers or magic. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Oh, just terrible. a bunch of dumb kids. Just a bunch of dumb kids. <laughs> I think creatively. Mm-hmm. All right. That was lots of fun. Thank you guys. Gotta go to sleep. All right. Around. Good That's night, right. Kurt. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>